Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, January 13th, 2022. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Hey, it looks like there's a storm coming in, and George will have more on that in a little bit. But here is a PSA. While there's never really been a storm in the area to warrant the typical grocery hoarding that we see, really, I mean, when was the last time we were ever trapped for weeks without food? But if you are low on food or do need to go grocery shopping, you may want to start shopping today since most of the grocery stores in the area are inexplicably depleted. Also, you want to head to K&B True Value and pick up a bag or two of salt if you don't have one. And they just got a few more pallets in, so they do have a whole bunch there. All right, it is time for the news, so let's get into it, shall we? This is not in Anne Arundel County, but it's darned close and it merits talking about. Around 9 p.m. on Tuesday night, a woman was shot in her car along southbound Route 3 near Annapolis Road in Prince George's County. Now, this is about 700 feet from the county line at Route 450 and about two miles south of Crofton. The state police are investigating, and they don't have a whole lot to go on. The victim was not seriously injured. There were multiple bullet holes in the side of her car, which indicates it was a lot of shooting going on. If anyone may have seen anything around 9 p.m. on Tuesday evening, please give the Maryland State Police College Park Barracks a call at 301-345-3101, and you can remain anonymous. In the as-expected file, County Councilman Nathan Bolke and County Executive Candidate Herb McMillan are leading the charge on filing a lawsuit against the county and the health department for their masking order. They claim it's invalid because they need specific permission from the Maryland Secretary of Health, and it is only used for when a disease is discovered. They are arguing that COVID has been around for two years. The suit is expected to be filed next week, asking for a temporary restraining order. If successful, a judge will grant a 10-day order with the case to be heard at the end of that. Seems to be somewhat of a moot point to me if it's filed on the 18th, which starts a 10-day clock for an order that will expire on the 31st. Both Volke and McMillan are involved in an election, so take that for what you will. The, quote, network security breach, unquote, at the Maryland Department of Health was exactly what we all knew it was from the start, a ransomware attack, and yesterday the health department finally acknowledged that. They're still working on getting it all back together, but they're not saying how deep the hack actually was. They do claim that no personal data was compromised. Governor Hogan did say that the state did not pay any ransom. IT pros in the state have said that the health departments have been targeted across the country during the pandemic. Maryland is not alone. The FBI and Homeland Security are also working with Maryland authorities in the investigation. Hey, congrats to our very own state Senator Sarah Elfreth. Recently, she was named chairman of the Chesapeake Bay Commission, and the CBC is a three-state legislative body, Maryland, Virginia, and Pennsylvania, that works to restore and protect the Chesapeake Bay. Sarah is a huge advocate for the Bay as a legislator, and her experience working with the National Aquarium in Baltimore for so many years will only help her. Oh, by the way, 
The National Aquarium in Baltimore is now requiring proof of vaccination for entry. Anyhow, this is a great selection and great news for the Chesapeake Bay. And as long as we're on Bay stuff, the Annapolis Maritime Museum and Park will be reopening the museum on Friday, January 21st. They were closed due to the COVID spread, but they have it under control now with cleanings, etc. Masks will be required regardless of the court case. And also, tonight is the first installment of their 2022 Winter Lecture Series. 7 p.m. online. Cost is $10, but as I always say, membership is a bargain. And at the first mate and above level, you get the lectures for free. Up tonight, it's How John Yates Bell and His Men Became Maritime Mosby Rangers. Sounds very interesting to me. Membership tickets to the lecture, shopping at their store, booking their space for a party, going out on the Wilmalee, all that is available at amaritime.org. All right, and keep the business names coming in. We should be starting up again this Saturday with our local business spotlight. It might be next Saturday, but we just spoke with Joshua from Encore Creativity for Older Adults, and this one actually was very surprising to me in quite a few ways. You want to send me those names of any organizations or businesses that should be spotlighted? Info at ionanapolis.net or send me a DM on Twitter at ionanapolis. And that is it for the news today. But first, a quick thank you to our sponsors for today's daily news brief, Rehab to Perform, Solar Energy Services, and the Christy Neidhart team of Northrop Realty, a long and foster company. It is Thursday, so we have Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with your Maker Minutes. And of course, George from DCMDVA Weather is here with your locally forecast weather. Spoiler, he talks about a snowstorm likely coming our way. All of that gets underway in just a bit. So hang tight. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. With all the talk of energy resilience in the news recently, I'm surprised there's not more talk about solar plus batteries, especially since one-third of all of our new residential solar projects include a battery backup system that provides instant energy security and peace of mind. And with incentives in place for battery backup, this investment is now more affordable than ever. With financing rates as low as 0.99% and plans offering 18 months same as cash, it's now easier than ever to go solar with no money down. Financing creates an easy bill swap scenario where you replace your electric bill with a loan payment, allowing you to build equity in your own personal energy supply. Don't wait for your next power outage to act. Contact us today at 410-923-6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net to learn more about solar with battery backup. Don't wait another minute. Sunshine's a wasted. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend too. Now here's George Young of DCMDVA weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond. Hey everyone, this is George with DCMDVA Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, January 13th. Not a bad day yesterday for the Annapolis region with temps in the 40s and plenty of sunshine, and today will be very similar with more 40s, mixed skies, and light winds ahead of even more 40s tomorrow. But with breezy winds gusting over 20 to 25 miles per hour at times as the cold front moves through, which will open the door for more Arctic air to move in with high Saturday 
only back into the upper 20s again with a storm now likely Sunday into Monday. Confidence is high as of this morning that a powerful storm will impact the mid-Atlantic region, but still tons of uncertainty on storm track precip types and amounts. Some snow is likely from this storm, but the big unknown based heavily on what the exact track of the low pressure center will be is where and when there will be a changeover to mixed precip and or plain rain. And if so, when will it occur and for how long? Stay tuned for updates throughout each day today through the weekend on this potentially impactful winter storm as details on specifics may not become very clear with this particular storm until late Friday or even midday Saturday. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DCMDVA Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, as well as on our website at dcmdvaweather.info. And definitely download our DCMDVA Weather app on all of your devices from either the Apple or Google App Stores, so you can always stay weather-informed. Another moving moment from Christy Neidhart of the Christy Neidhart team from Northrop Realty, a long and foster company. So maybe you've heard by now, the real estate market is hot. Actually, on fire might be a better term. And if you've been thinking about changing your address lately, but need to get your house market ready, here are a few simple tips to make your house shine. Clear the clutter. Basically making your house look like no one lives there when you still live there. Removing everything from kitchen and bathroom countertops is a great start. Give your house a deep clean. We're not just talking about a simple dust and vacuum. Think of this as detailing your house. Get into those hard-to-reach places, especially in the rooms buyers will focus on, like the kitchen and bathrooms, and power wash the outside walkways and decks. A fresh coat of paint can go a long way. Light gray and white trim is a safe choice. And finally, talk to us. The Christy Neidhart team can help you find things you might not notice around your house that can make a huge difference in your sale price. That's another moving moment from Christy Neidhart. To get in touch, call 410-295-6579 or visit kn-team.com. That's kn-team.com. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Maker Minutes, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Today, the Alliance for the Chesapeake Bay is having their fourth annual Wild and Scenic Film Festival, taking place virtually this year. Historically hosted in Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and D.C. all on the same night, bringing together communities, companies, and conservationists to help improve the lands and waters to the Chesapeake Bay watershed. This year includes 14 short films, guest speaker and sponsor videos, and the tickets include five days of on-demand playback. Head on over to AllianceForTheBay.org for more information. It knits in pieces off of Bestgate Road. Monday, they're doing shawl knitting, Demelza's song, the first of two sessions, and registration is open for a bunch of workshops coming up soon, including their January-February Learn to Knit sessions, Learn to Knit Socks, Toft Crochet Animals, Knit a Vest, and Learn to Knit a Gambit Cardi Sweater, as well as their regular knit coaching sessions on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. Tomorrow and Saturday, Books for International Goodwill is having another one of their big book sales. This is a big fundraiser for their Pearl Rotary Club. They have thousands of books at great prices, and they're very well organized. It's just up Defense Highway and well worth checking out. Tomorrow, the Creative and Performing Arts of South County starts up their art nights again for ages 11 and up with art nights for ages 7 through 10 starting in February. At Wine and Design in Annapolis, they're still offering a lot of pre-sketched canvases for you to paint on with various themes each week. But also, today and Sunday, they have a chunky blanket workshop. Wine is available to purchase in the shop, and classes tend to be for 14 and up, but of course you have to be 21 to drink. At Whole Foods in Annapolis, today their Half Pint Kids Club is doing Build a Banana, and Tuesday their Half Pint Kids Club is making Teddy Bear Toast. At Art Farm in Annapolis, their winter semester is in full swing. Starting this week, Monday there's Kids Fundamentals of Drawing, 
as well as a nude figure drawing class. And continuing this week, on Tuesday, there's a virtual beginner drawing class, and registration is open for their winter semester classes, starting both in January and February, and running through March, with classes such as graphic design, 3D sculpture, teen beginner photography, kids beginner painting, as well as the Make It Kids winter slime, watercolor, and winter landscape workshops. And also check out their botanical drawing class at the Benjamin Bannerker Museum in Park and Ellicott City. Saturday as well as Wednesday, they're doing nature tots with seasonal hands-on activities, stories, crafts, and games for ages 2 through 5. On Saturday, there's cooking in the cabin, exploring early American cooking and foodways with demonstrations using the wood-burning hearth and bake oven. Sunday, there's fascinating fermentation. Learn about fermented foods of early America and help prepare an African recipe using this ancient practice. Also check out Benjamin Banneker's Colonial Clothing Discussion on Saturday and the Full Wolf Moon Hike and Campfire tomorrow night at the Anne Arundel County Public Library System this week. All this week through Saturday, the Rivera Beach Library is doing a take-and-make with stand-up dinos for kids 10 and under. Today, Discoveries Library at Annapolis Mall is doing a Lego build, and there's an online session with Global Gardens with Master Gardener and Watershed Steward Allison Milligan. Saturday, the Odenton Library is doing a build and play with Legos. Tuesday, the Glen Burnie Library is doing Paint Like an Impressionist for kids 6 and up. Odenton is doing more Microsoft Excel. Eastport Annapolis Nick Library is hosting the Mad Hatter's Knitting Club. Deal is doing Paint Night for Adults and Kids 11 Plus. Broadneck has the Broadneck Needle Crafters. And there's an online session on Wednesday for Simplify Weekly Meal Planning, a virtual cooking program with Vanessa Young. Then finally on Wednesday... The Deal Library is doing Soko Knits, both an afternoon and evening session. Brooklyn Park is doing a Crafternoon. Broadneck is hosting a Crochet Club. And Rivera Beach is doing a Craft and Chat. There's also a few more vaccine clinics at various libraries coming up as well. If you have any questions about the Annapolis Makerspace, the Maker Minutes, or any of these events, feel free to contact me at trevor at and you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website, also at makeannapolis.org. Whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Are you an active adult or competitive athlete dealing with an injury keeping you from being at your best? Then Rehab to Perform is here to get you back to your full potential. R2P is a unique fitness-focused physical therapy company with four locations in Maryland. More like a training room and a personal training studio than a medical facility. R2P offers physical therapy for lower back pain, overuse injuries, post-surgery, muscle pulls, chronic pain, and more. R2P also offers rehabilitation for concussions and mild traumatic brain injuries. To learn more, visit RehabToPerform.com. You've been listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, IonAnnapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. This Daily News Brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.